Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The greatest thing about my job is there's nothing typical because every day changes, whether it's you're in a different location, you're in a different port, you're surrounded by different people, even the weather is different every day. So it's adapting to those changes is my biggest challenge in my job, but also one of the most satisfying as well, because I don't think I could do a nine to five, honestly. Hi, I'm Kelly Edwards, and this is Let's Go Together, a podcast from Travel and Leisure about the ways travel connects us and what happens when you don't let anything stop you from seeing the world. On this episode, we take to the open seas with a very special guest, my friend, Captain Kate McHugh. Alrighty, Captain Kate. I have personally had the immense pleasure of not only getting to know you, but also spend time with you. But for our audience members who are not familiar with you, can you please introduce yourself and tell us what it is that you do? Absolutely. Well, first of all, it's so nice to hear you, Kelly. And uh, it was an honor to meet you a year ago when we were on the first ever history-making, barrier-breaking, all-female cruise on the Celebrity Edge. I am the captain of the Celebrity Edge, the first American female captain from the U.S. to Woman, a cruise ship of megaton size. And uh, I'm celebrating my 25th year at sea and the last six years as captain with Celebrity Cruises. So incredible. You already have given people the sauce barrier breaking moment. And I am so happy that I was able to witness that with my own eyes. But before we get into all that, can you tell us about your journey in becoming the captain of the Celebrity Edge? When did you discover this goal and what did you do to pursue it? I think it's important that we remember how impressionable young people are because I was 12 years old when my parents took my brother and me on my very first cruise. It was a four-day holiday on the big red boat, the Atlantic, which at the time was tied with Disney Parks, Disney Cruise Line, the original Disney Cruise Line, I should say. And um, when we were packing the car to drive home, I said to my dad, I know what I want to be when I grow up. And he said, what's that? I said, you know, the person that plans all the fun events on board a ship? He said, the cruise director? I said, yes, that's what I want to be. And that's where the seed was planted because he said, you can do that or you can even drive the thing. Basically, the world was my oyster because of supportive folks like my parents. And then it came time to go to college when I was 18. My dad reminded me of that conversation and guided me to California Maritime Academy, which is Cal State University Vallejo between San Francisco and Sacramento, four-year university where I got a business administration degree and a license to sail anything from tugboat to the world's largest super tanker and everything in between. And then it was trying to get on cruise ships. 
When I graduated in 2000, I was sending my resume out every which way I could. The internet was a newfangled thing back then, so I was sending it snail mail and over email, and I wasn't hearing anything back. So I changed my resume, and I applied to be a bartender with Disney Cruise Line, and they got the resume, and they took a look at it. They said, she's not qualified to be a bartender because I had never served a drink in my life, but she is qualified to be on the bridge of our ships. And that's where I got hired as a third officer. But because they only had two ships at the time, there wasn't a lot of growth or promotion within that company. So I went looking for a company that was growing and Royal Caribbean was building the Voyager class and the Radiance class ships at the time. So lots of growth, lots of promotions happening. And I applied to be a second officer with Royal Caribbean where I was hired. And I spent 13 years with Royal as a second officer, first officer deck, first officer navigation, first officer safety, chief officer safety, staff captain. And then in 2015, I got a call while I was sailing with my husband off the coast of Oman. He was the chief engineer on the Quantum of the Seas. And the person on the other end of the phone was the president and CEO of Celebrity Cruises, Lisa Lutoff Perlow, who I had met at Royal Caribbean. And she offered me to come over to Celebrity Cruises as their first female captain, making me the first female American captain of a mega cruise ship. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was incredible. First of all, I met Lisa as well. She is an incredible woman with a fiery and passionate and fulfilling background herself. So for her to have the eye for you, like... Yes, Lisa, we love you for that. However, I want to go back a little further Mm. where you said that you applied as a bartender (laughs) for Disney Cruises. They see the resume and say, "Uh, no, Um, you mean you want to be on the bridge. That is so cool to me. So you tried to play yourself low key. You're like, I just want to get on the ship. That was your plan. You're like, if I could just get on the ship and then maybe, you know, they'll see that I actually have skills and a degree and a background and actually being a part of the actual crew. And I'm so glad that someone saw that and they probably laughed like, this has to be a mistake. She must have hit the wrong thing. Exactly. So that's incredible. I love that. I love that. You do what you can. And I think that's a really important lesson to take through you throughout your entire career is to maintain some sense of humility, like just to get the foot in the door and then you can really prove yourself. So that was a a big lesson for me. Now, until I stepped foot on the Celebrity Edge and I've been on a few cruises in my life, Mm. I have hardly ever seen women a part of the bridge or the crew And I damn sure have never seen a female captain until I met you. Can you tell me, did you encounter many challenges as a female officer? And have you encountered any challenges since making captain? Because you are a part of a very, very, very elite, like 0.001%. What is that like? You know, Kelly, I'm sure you and I have so much in common, of course, with you and your incredible pilot's license and that industry. With the cruise industry and shipping, 2% of the world's mariners are female. And when I was promoted in 2015, 
my goal was to make it as the first female American captain. That was my own personal goal. I didn't think anyone else would care about that. And boy, was I surprised because there was so much fanfare and so much attention that initially my biggest challenge was trying to figure out how to fit into a new company, doing a new job surrounded by new people on a new ship just in itself. But then on top of that, add in the spotlight of an external focus put on being a woman in this particular job. I just wanted to do my job well. And it did get overwhelming in the beginning to a point that I said, I need to step back from the PR side of things because I just really want to learn my job and be the best captain that I can be. But what I found is the questions that I was getting asked in interviews were the same questions that I was answering with my guests on a day-to-day basis. And what I realized was I was given this incredible platform, being one of the few female captains in the world, to really make this, hopefully, a thing where in the future, you're not a female captain, you're a captain. And the women that were coming up through the ranks below me would not have to answer the same questions. It would just be normal that they were in these positions. Because if I look back on my career and the challenges, as you say, coming up through the ranks, that was the number one question I was getting asked. Initially, I had no idea how to answer that because I was scratching my head, unable to come up with particular situations where I felt discriminated against with my entire career at sea on cruise ships. And the reason for that is, if you take a look at our company, Celebrity Cruises, if you even narrow it down to my ship, I have a crew of 1,320 on board the Celebrity Edge coming from 75 different nations. And when you have every race, religion, cultural background, sexual orientation, gender represented within 75 different nationalities, we are all a minority of some sort. And we celebrate those differences rather than pick on them. If we picked on those differences, we would never get anything done. But instead, we celebrate them. And that's a huge reason why I am in the captain's chair, because I've always been surrounded by people that supported me because of how I did my job rather than how I was born and the circumstances that just happen to be that I'm female. So I think saying that the environment that I have found my career in has really nurtured me to success. I cannot agree more. And I also love how you want to remove the spotlight off of your sex and want to be recognized for the job that you do and do so very well. And I definitely feel the same. I, I'm looking forward to the day where it's just like, I'm an adventure travel journalist, you know, who are these things? And it's like, always having to answer the questions of being the first black woman or being a woman. And it's just like, are you guys asking dudes this stuff? You're not, (laughs) you know, they just get to show up and be present and we don't have that ability. But if you're going to ask that, then sure, I'm going to lay it on you then. Yeah, I'm a woman and um, this and that. And that's what it is. Wouldn't you agree that there is a, a huge advantage to being the first in what you do because there is no rule book and you can write your own. I think that is one of the most wonderful things and takeaways. You know, it, it can be lonely at the top, but you can also write your own rule book, which is so cool. Oh, very much so. I agree. And we can make it easier for those who come up 
after us. Yeah. And that in itself is a privilege. So I would definitely agree with you on that. And I love breaking rules, but I love making them even more so. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did it feel when you were giving command of the Celebrity Edge? At the time, the Celebrity Edge was our flagship, our newest kind of the crown jewel in our crown. And it was it was incredible, such an honor. And before I even joined the ship to take over, I got to be in a commercial for Celebrity Cruises that was focused on the Celebrity Edge, which was a nationwide commercial. And that was really cool because it was kind of the first time that I got to see everything that this ship has to offer our guests and our crew. And I was blown away. And to be given the flagship is a huge honor to be given a ship out of new build. You know, when we are building ships and they assign the captain to take a ship out of the yard is probably the highest compliment that you can get in this particular career path. So while I have been privileged to be the captain of the edge, I do set my sights and higher goals on being able to take a ship out of the yard for a new build. So keep fingers and toes crossed that that's what the future may hold. Might not be next year or the next year, but definitely in this career. I'm looking forward to that happening for you because I believe and know that it will. (laughs) We're taking a quick break. When we come back, I catch up with Captain Kate about the very special cruise I took with her last year with an all-female officer deck that she led as captain, as well as how she spent the year while the cruise industry was locked down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Let's Go Together, a podcast by Travel and Leisure. My guest today is Captain Kate McHugh, best known as the first American woman to captain a commercial cruise ship. As I mentioned before, I had met Captain Kate previously at a very special event last year aboard the Celebrity Edge for International Women's Day. Now, let me set the scene for you guys who are listening. Last year... I am a passenger on a spectacular, beautiful, immaculate cruise ship called the Celebrity Edge. And a part of before you set sail, we get the lay of the land, which is like the rule. So everyone has to come out of their rooms and throughout the ship, you are assigned to different areas that we are supposed to listen to over a speaker, the captain's lay of the land in my words. So here comes... Captain Kate, gregarious, funny. (laughs) I'm like, she's awesome. And then she says, and by the way, I am Captain Kate. Address me as so. Now I'm summarizing. She's like, in no way, fashion, or form, if you see me, I'm honored to have you as a guest, but do not call me Kate. (laughs) 
you address me as Captain Kate. And let me tell you, I wanted to jump up, do a fist pump. I was like, that's my girl right there. Let the people know. Do not call her Kate. You address me as Captain Kate. And I thought that was so phenomenal and so badass. And I was just like, that's the energy that I use when I walk in a boardroom, especially if I walk in a meeting full of men who just want to kind of downplay your role. It's like, no, you know who I am. And you let us know, everyone on that ship, who you were. It is. It. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, it's the weirdest phenomenon, but people, I don't know if they, they think because you're female that they can be much more casual with you. But I was getting Kate all the time. So that's exactly what I said. This is Captain Kate. You can just call me Captain because it did take me 19 years to earn that title. Yes, that is what your words were. And I was just like, she don't have to say it twice. I hope you guys caught it the first time. <laughs> I, it definitely set the, the tone for the voyage we were about to embark on, which was amazing. And so last year during that time, you captain an all-female officer deck for a voyage for International Women's Day. How was that experience for you? I think when all of the women that were part of that as officers, when we started our careers, we never in a million years could have fathomed that a ship could be well-manned by what we called Oceans 27, women from 17 different nations that were in charge of the entire ship. In my wildest dreams, I could have never thought that was possible. And yet Celebrity Cruises, since the time that Lisa took over as president and CEO in 2014, she has made it her mission to make inclusivity and bring diversity to these particular roles where women were not given the opportunity in the past. And what she found was that she had enough women in her fleet where we didn't even have to purge people from other ships. We had enough women on standby that could actually take over this entire ship. And so when the day came where we all got together and we all put on our stripes because we had a lot of stripes and we were standing in the Grand Plaza together, it was so emotional because it's... Um, it's not something that I see any other company being able to do for quite a few more years. And yet here it was so seamless and so easy and so genuine that this collaboration of women were together. And, uh, and it was very emotional, I've got to be honest. And it wasn't just who we had on the ship. We even had the pilot that took us out that day. We had a pilot and an assistant pilot, and they were both women, the only two female pilots in Fort Lauderdale, and they came to join us for that. So it was even greater than the ship, I would say. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know what the pilots are, what she is describing is actually you can do it better than me, Captain Kate. Tell us what the pilots are. Of course, when we come in and out of port, the pilots are the local authorities. So they have all of the inside information, the weather, the tides, the currents, the traffic situation. And so just before we get to the sea buoy, we'll open up the side of the ship. We'll put out a ladder and the pilot will join the ship. They'll come on. We take them up to the bridge. We make them part of our team. And then they will take over the con or the conduct of the vessel as we're going through the channel going towards the pier. And just before we get to the pier, that's when myself or one of my ship's officers will take over to do the actual maneuver of docking or undocking the ship. So they are the local experts and we are honored to have them be part of our team because they really bring a wealth of knowledge to the ship. 
Absolutely. And from a passenger's perspective, it looks like a really tiny, small boat that is kind of like rolling along the side. And it's just like, what's that little boat doing down there? Uh, it's going to get ran over if it doesn't move. But then you learn the significance <laughs> of what's happening. Mad respect for climbing a ladder. You know, when the ship is moving, big, big respect for them to go up and down these ladders in different sea conditions. So, yeah, they're superstars. They really are. They really are. I witnessed it with my own eyes. How much longer do you think you'll be the only American woman cruise ship captain? You touched on it a little bit saying it'll take some time for companies to catch up, but how long do you think that'll be? Oh, you know, I wish I could say not long at all, but um, I know very few, honestly, American women that have gone to find careers on cruise ships. I do know some women who have gone to cargo ships and been successful and, and made captain there. But in the cruise industry, um, not too many. We have quite a few coming up from different nationalities in our ranks. So the next female captain that I see in our fleet will be from Spain. And that is our staff captain, Maria, who's currently on the Celebrity Equinox. So she is the second in command at present. And hopefully very soon, you know, in the future, then she'll be in what we call the C-suite, S-E-A, suite uh, of the captain's chair. Well, that just tells me that even if we can't see an immediate American female captain, there's just room for anyone who's listening to aspire to do so. Absolutely. Sounds like there's plenty of space, time, and opportunity to, you know, make that one of your goals. Tell us exactly what a cruise ship captain does and what does your typical day look like? <laughs> the greatest thing about my job is there's nothing typical because every day changes, whether it's you're in a different location, you're in a different port, you're surrounded by different people, even the weather is different every day. So it's adapting to those changes is my biggest challenge in my job, but also one of the, the most satisfying as well, because I don't think I could do a nine to five, honestly. My job is like the CEO on board. So I'm I'm the head of the ship and I also have what's called an executive committee. That's the hotel director running the hotel side of things, the chief engineer in charge of all the technical side. My staff captain's the second in command who's covering safety, security, medical, and the ship overall appearance. And then we of course have an HR manager to look after the 1300 plus crew members on board. Each of them has a division head and supervisors, managers, and crew from their various departments. So I kind of am at the top of the pyramid, but I have incredible people that make my job really easy. They make you look really good and you make them look really good in return. (laughs) (laughs) The travel industry and the cruise industry in particular was immensely affected by COVID-19. How have you spent the last year during the pandemic? Oh, boy. We normally do three months on, three months off as captains. That's our contract. I was supposed to go home at the end of that International Women's Day sailing on March 15th last year. My husband was on board. We were going to go home together. My relief could not get to the ship because he's from Greece. And on Friday, two days before the end of the cruise, they closed flights incoming from Europe. So he couldn't come. And I told my husband as he left the ship, I'll see you in two weeks. 
that two weeks turned into seven months later. So I actually spent 318 days on board the ship instead of my 90 days. And to be honest, I am so grateful. I am incredibly thankful that I was where I was because on our ships, it was the safest, healthiest environment in the world. We were in a bubble, a complete bubble. When we would go into port every two or three weeks for supplies, we treated it like we were opening the bubble and the procedures and protocol we had in place to protect our crew was amazing. And we got to get really creative. One of the very first things that we did when we stopped sailing on March 15th, two days later, we put all of our crew in guest staterooms. And I'm not talking about just any guest staterooms. We put them in the balconies. We put them in the suites. We put them in the penthouse. We put them in the iconic suite. And the initial reason was because I wanted our crew to feel what our guests feel. I wanted them when our guests came back, which we thought would be two weeks later, that the crew could authentically speak to this incredible product that we offer. And that turned into, I mean, here we are in June of 2021 and our crew are still in guest staterooms as we prepare for our first cruise happening on June 26. But we also started something called Hope Floats. When I woke up in the morning and I looked out at the anchorage, we were off of the Bahamas about 14 miles, and we were surrounded by 11 different cruise ships. And where a lot of people thought that was sad, I felt comfort in knowing that we weren't alone. So that day I decided on March 20th, I decided to send an email to the other ships and ask their captains if they would join us at 7.30 every evening and blow our ship's horns as a sign of solidarity to our crew and those that are back home, letting them know that we are safe, secure, healthy, and happy, and hoping the same for them. And we have continued to blow our horn every day at 7.30 in this Hope Floats Horn Salute. And then on June of 26th of this year, when we go back into service with our first guest, that will be our last Hope Floats Horn Salute. And I can tell you, there are going to be waterworks. All of us are Googling and researching what type of uh, eyeliner will last through a monsoon because it is going to be an incredibly emotional day when we see our guests walk back <laughs> on the gangway. It's going to be something, something. I am so excited for you. Let the monsoon waterworks come on because it is so well deserved. There's no stopping it. <laughs> no, I cannot imagine what everyone's going to feel. And it's just so admirable to see how celebrity has handled their staff and how you have had such a big hand and helped pioneering a completely new situation that none of us could have expected or even know how to endure. And you know, you've always remained really solid. You're very entertaining on social media. You're very uplifting and positive. And I'm sure if you can give that to eyes on a phone or on a laptop, imagine what you've done for your crew in person. And I think that is so, so beautiful, Captain Kate. And I just want you to know that. Thank you. I also want to give a little bit of context. When I was on the Celebrity Edge for International Women's Day with you, we were running into the pandemic at the very beginning. And I remember we went to Haiti, it was St. Martin, and one other location, I can't recall. But one of the ports, I think it was coming into Haiti. You know, we had a little bit of hesitation of them letting us in. And that's when... As a passenger, I was like, what is going on in the world? But when I say you handled that situation so impeccably, 
and so seamlessly. As a passenger, I felt comfort in knowing that I was in good hands because you're talking to a woman who has like, at some point I'm gonna have to get off of the ship because I have a whole career and plans I have to be at and flights I have to catch. Mm. And you would come on and you would walk amongst the passengers. And I felt like if I'm going to be going into the unknown, I was so happy that I was in your care and in celebrities' hands. And so, you know, it was a scary time and you um, definitely provided a lot of assistance with that. And I don't think I ever got to tell you that, but mm. I just want you to know a year and some change later, thank you for being an incredibly strong woman. It does not go unnoticed. Thank you. And, you know, I think one of the things about that particular cruise was who we had in charge, it, not just me, but to be surrounded by those amazing women and, and when we shut down, because of the timing of that cruise, the people that we were left with were still majority of the female leadership that we had from the International Women's Day sailing. And this ship became the most empathetic environment. And when you had every day with so many challenges, so many curveballs being thrown your way, so much uncertainty and so much emotion to have that many women in leadership positions to make the crew really one communicate it to them and two make them feel like they were in a safe place this is my biggest kind of one of the highlights of the last year was to be surrounded by these people and, and to to have them create that environment and so that cruise when we were finding out that St. Martin was saying no you can't come in the way that that team was able to deal with that was something special. So thank you for saying that and noticing that. I appreciate that. At the time of this interview, Captain Kate Ship, the Celebrity Edge, was slated to be the first American cruise to embark in the post-pandemic world. How have you been preparing for the voyage and what are you most looking forward to as you return to your post? Right now, I'm actually speaking to you from quarantine the crew go into a 14-day quarantine when they join the ship again. So I can tell you from deck 10 aft and my room where I've been now for nine days, what we are doing on board, we have ramped up with our crew. So we have over 900 of our crew right now. This is kind of the number that we're going to stick with because we will have a lower capacity of guests when we start sailing on June 26. But they are so busy and the word that I get every day from anybody that's coming to my door, whether they're taking my temperature or dropping off meals, is the excitement and the enthusiasm that's happening right outside that door is tangible. It's something that everybody has looked forward to for over a year. And the thing that I'm looking forward to the most, I think, is seeing those guests walk back up the gangway after I've had a chance to see my crew when I come out of quarantine on the 13th of June. So, yeah, just being able to welcome our crew back. We are not the first ship from Celebrity to sail with guests right now. Two days ago, the Celebrity Millennium set sail from St. Martin as the first ship in North America, the first mega cruise ship to sail with guests, and it's going phenomenally well. People are so excited to be back. I listened to the interview with the captain, and he said he cried, and I thought, oh, if Captain Teo cried, then there's no hope for me. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be something. But yeah, I think we're all on just such a high. 
we looked forward to it. We hoped for it so much that um, it almost seems unreal now that we're going back, but we're ready. We're definitely ready. Well, you are ready. The world is ready. And I am ready. I hope to be able to have the experience again of being on the Celebrity Edge with you at the helm. If you haven't been on a cruise, if you are an avid cruiser, please make sure that you have the opportunity and experience to meet Captain Kate and be on the Celebrity Edge. It will be one of the best experiences of your travel life. So thank you so much, Captain Kate. Like I said, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, to be around you. And I'm just really, really glad that we have crossed paths. This has been Let's Go Together, a podcast by Travel and Leisure. I'm Kelly Edwards. My guest this episode was Captain Kate McHugh of the Celebrity Edge. Follow Captain Kate's adventure at sea on Instagram at Captain Kate McHugh. Be sure to follow Let's Go Together on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review. Join us next week on Let's Go Together as we talk small towns and travel with actor Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek. Thanks to our production team at Pod People, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Danielle Roth, Lena Beck-Sillison, and Marvin Yu. This show was recorded in Los Angeles, edited in New York City, and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks also to the team at Travel and Leisure, Deanne Kurzerski, Nina Ruggiero, and Tanner Saunders. You can find out more at travelandleisure.com slash podcast. You can find Travel and Leisure on Instagram at Travel and Leisure, on Twitter at Travel Leisure, on TikTok at Travel and Leisure Mag. And you can find me at Kelly Set Go. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you back here next week for more from Let's Go Together.